Got so many strongest soldiers, so it's never over Even if you need someone to hold you to keep your composure Even on the days you're moving slower and can't seem to focus You were meant for greatness and you know it, you just gotta show it Know you questioned life a couple times, but it's okay you growing Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay you on it Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes All you ever do is smile cause they make you worth it Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it Welcome, kings and queens, to One Sick Bee. I am your host, One Sick Bee. Here at One Sick Bee, we don't cry, we thrive, we don't whine, we whine. The definition of One Sick Bee is a strong individual that faces or fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. Excuse me. Today, I am so blessed. I am interviewing twins coast to coast, Terry and Tamara, Excuse me, Terry and Tamara are twins that were diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Um, please welcome. Uh, thank you for being a part of my podcast and welcome Terry and Tamara. Tamara, I'm so sorry. Thank you so Tamara. much. Thank you so much, Randy. We are so happy to be on one uh, on your podcast. Yes, we are so honored you asked us, and it's so wonderful to share our stories with other survivors living with MS. And Tamara and myself are just warriors. We want to tell our stories. We want to be there for our chronic illness warriors. And we just have a ball doing what we do. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm so honored. Uh, how have you guys both been with the new norm and with this autoimmune disease? Let's dig into that. How have you guys been... Each, Terry and Tamara, how have you been? Well, it hasn't been easy because Tamara and I, at the beginning, we used to see each other four to five times a year. And remember, I live in Georgia. Tamara lives in California. And it's not like getting in a car and going, oh, I can drive a half an hour. Let's go see Sissy. So... Um, the new norm is we're getting back to seeing each other. We're getting back to live talks where we go in and we talk to others living with MS and chronic illnesses. I am part of the National MS Society Georgia chapter. I am a trustee. And now we're getting back and doing our board meetings. And that has just been a blast to get face to face with people. You don't realize how much you miss that until you come back and then you go, wow, I've missed you. I missed giving you a hug. And then we have leadership classes and watching these people thrive, whether it's a National MS Society. I also am part of another, it's Atlanta Neuroscience Foundation. It's my doctor who is my second daddy. I've been seeing for 25 years and they have now opened up a new Atlanta neuroscience that doesn't include, it does include MS, Parkinson's, everything. So we're getting back is just beautiful. Tamara, how has it been for you? Well, yes. Well, I have to say when the pandemic first hit in 2020, it took us all back, you know, everybody living to be isolated, not to be able to go outside. So it's been wonderful. Now starting out the new year in 2023, 
People have their vaccines. We're not required uh, to wear a face mask unless we're in a hospital setting or a doctor's office. So I've just been enjoying entering 2023 and living life back to what it was pre-COVID, or or I'd like to say it's it's like pre-COVID. Oh, that's great. Uh, why don't I reiterate that? Uh, Tamara and Terry are twins. Yes, they are twins. This is a unique situation. But I want to get into Terry. Can you tell me, uh, you were diagnosed first. Can you tell me about your symptoms and if maybe prior to diagnosis, you had noticed anything? And then you can pass the mic to your sister. Um, I, I, know you guys <laughs> I would love to. So going first of all, symptoms. Our mother had cancer and she was diagnosed when we were around 13. They noticed that she had something wrong, but by 16, she was diagnosed formally with, with cancer. And that was really hard for the us as young girls watching yeah. our mother with a pretty severe cancer. Uh, just, you know, she thrived. She was a warrior. And she was not going to allow her cancer to define her, her or not be happy in raising children because yeah. she was just such a wonderful role model. So we started to develop, I would say, you know, I would say by 16, we were really noticing leg pain. And just when we were playing tennis, just our strength wasn't there like the other girls. And we were going, huh, what's wrong with us? We're not lazy. And we just pushed on with life. We were happy. And then when our mother died, I we just turned 24. And I developed optic neuritis. And I would go, ooh, this is really fun. I'm in an airplane and I see dots. What is that all about? And I came back. I told my father. And our neighbor was an ophthalmologist. And we mm -hmm. just happened to be standing outside and he goes, Terry, I think you have MS. You need to go see a neurologist. And I did. But back in 19, gosh, this is 1994, 19, even 1993, they just couldn't figure it out. I went to a neuro-ophthalmologist. I went to an, uh, didn't go to an MS specialist, but I did go to a neurologist. And even then, they weren't quite sure. So it wasn't until after I had my daughter in 1995 that I did have a wonderful doctor who's my doctor now who diagnosed me with MS. He was right. at a wonderful spinal cord hospital, and he specialized only in MS. So right. that was really good. And that's kind of my beginnings. So I took a while for them to diagnose me. And once I was diagnosed, I went on treatment right away. So Tamara, what's your story? Well, my story is, Brandy, when I was, um, it was what, Terry? I was 29. So it was about right. two, three years later. And mm. I had had my second baby and I have two daughters, very close in age, 16 months apart. And I noticed walking down my stairs, my arm was weak. 
So I said to my husband, who is a radiologist, he's a doctor. I said, Steve, I am feeling weakness in my arm. He said, oh, Tamara, it's all in your head. It's your chest. You know, um, having having sympathy pains for Terry. That's right. That's right. And I said, "Oh yes, yes, you're right. You're right." He said, "Why don't you come and get a brain MRI? Let me take a look." Well, as soon as I had the brain MRI and I went into my husband's reading room where he was reading the images, he looked at me and said. You need to go. Stanford Hospital is a wonderful hospital in Northern California. And he says, I I suggest that that we go, that you go to Stanford for a workup for MS. And sure enough, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I was very sad that Terry had had the diagnosis. And really, all the doctors were surprised that I also had uh, MS because it's not a usual thing, even for identical twins. That was my diagnosis story. Oh, uh, that's what I was going to ask you before, because you guys are twins, which is rare. Uh, I mean, not rare, being twins, but which is rare that you guys have autoimmune chronic illness, autoimmune disease together. When you, before uh, you were actually diagnosed, were you having those symptoms? Like, did you have pains in your body mimicking maybe Terry's? Like before you guys were diagnosed? We did. We did. You know, Terry and I were very athletic as young girls and as teenagers. We were also always have been very involved uh, with committees and socially ever since we were young. And there was one time that we were um, on the tennis team and our coach had asked the entire team to do two laps around the football field for warm-ups. Both my sister and I had tingling pains. We couldn't complete the two warm-ups. We were perceived as being lazy, but we weren't. Looking back, those were the first symptoms of MS, you know, the burning, the tingling of our legs. Um, But, you know, back in the late 80s, you know, who would have thought MS? There wasn't any MS. Uh, in our family and right. and we just went on because we were watching her mother suffer and we were like we're going to be warriors in her her mm-hmm. walk through cancer we're yes. not going to worry about our symptoms we're brave we've got each other the thing is it's so amazing to be twins and to walk through our ms with similar symptoms and I caught up. I wasn't as bad as Tamara until I went off a wonderful drug, Tysabri. And I tried multiple drugs after that. And within four years, I'm now living with a motorized wheelchair to get around. And I'm paralyzed really from the neck down. I have use of my left hand, minimal left hand. And uh, my arm, really, I'm just struggling. So, but again, that doesn't stop her daily life. We're like Tammy said, we're super involved. And I think that kind of gets us through. I think, like I said earlier, seeing people, talking to people, being on these committees really help us from day to day, keep a smile on our face. 
Yeah, I think it's really unique and special that um, not only are you guys twins, but you guys have somebody close to talk to who actually has walked in the same footsteps. So being that you guys are twins and it's not one twin have, being healthy or the other twin, you're watching them, but you guys are in the same fight together. So I think that's courageous. And I, I think you, I applaud you both for being being you guys are individual people, even though no, you're twins, you know what I mean? Like you're in your own individual self, but then now together you're fighting this amazing fight together. So Brandy, you're so right. You know, having MS and then seeing your sister like myself, watching mm -hmm. Tamara um, when I was walking and thriving and she was having a difficult time using a walker or a cane, and then a scooter, I didn't really understand, even though I had a mess, mm -hmm. I couldn't understand her daily life of walking with a cane and using a scooter. I mean, I sympathize, but mm -hmm. honestly, it, it wasn't the same. But until we kind of stabilized equally in our disease together, we understand, we can call each other up and yes. we can talk, we can cry. That's yes. why we're so lucky to have our chronic illness. We see people, not just with MS, we talk mm. to an array of people. Yes. And that's why we, we started Twins Coast to Coast, to be there for others, to listen, to cheer on people with their highs and lows and whatever it may be. And for you, Brandy, to bring us on, we can relate. We love talking to others in the same fight. Yeah, I, I appreciate you guys coming on here. You guys so into the community so much, the chronic illness community. What do you each do to pour back into yourself for self-love? Oh my goodness. That's a wonderful question. This is Terry. Pour myself back into self-love. I love spending time with family. I okay. also, when I have everybody out of the house, I put music on. I put my favorite music on, may not be your favorite, or podcast. I listen to so many podcasts that are thrivers. And sometimes I listen to ones that are having a difficult time. And you, that's my... That's my give back to myself, to have a time alone, to be mm -hmm. able to listen to music I love and to listen to podcasts that I love. Tamara, what about you? Well, I would say very similar. I'm a big fan of Hawaiian music and meditation. So I will put that on uh, for something for self-love and, and meditation. Also giving back and putting our efforts into our twins coast to coast uh, motivational speaking and to the the fundraising that we do and also you know just giving back our time with others living with multiple sclerosis actually brings pleasure and happiness uh to to my day and to our lives really is we love love our community we love people talking to us by phone, by email, by whatever communication networking we do. It's just peaceful. 
it gives us hope. We get um, so much our courage to live day to day comes from our community of people living with MS. So I think that's our outlook and our pleasure in life. And it sounds like a lot, but it can be very simple. We can break down our day to one small activity, like Tamara said, of meditation and putting on Hawaiian music. Who would think Tamara loves Hawaiian music? But she always loved it. And that's our love back to ourselves. Okay, can you each give um, a piece of advice to somebody who has or is going through, I'm a primary progressive uh, multiple sclerosis warrior, so I understand uh, the transition of your body. But what is a piece of advice um, that you each, uh, Tamara and Terry, uh, separately, uh, would give to somebody who's being got di- who's diagnosed and maybe going through this stage or somebody who just got diagnosed? What is some advice you would give them? I guess that's two pieces of advice. Let's, so let's just stick with what advice would you give to somebody who's thriving right now in the current situation like we are, wheelchairs and devices and changing their whole living. They're all, well, this, you know. This is Tamara. I would say this is, it's not great to get the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis, but 2023 is not a bad time to be diagnosed with a chronic condition. Back in the 90s, when Terry and I were diagnosed, there were only three medications out to treat or to slow down the progression of multiple sclerosis. Now there are over 23 disease-modifying therapies out there, and they you know, are very good about slowing down disease. I would tell people that to start a disease-modifying therapy early And also, you know, don't compare yourself to others living with the disease. We're all individuals. We all progress at different stages or our disease might just take a break for a long time. And you deal with uh, some of the unseen issues with multiple sclerosis, pain and optic neuritis and things like that. But Outside, people would know that you have MS. So I would also say another important thing is to find a group of people or find a podcast like yours and listen to other people's experiences. And that will help you and motivate you to get through a chronic disease because MS is not for sissies. And uh, uh, when you can talk with other people, listen to other people's experiences it's very helpful. And I would say this is Terry to have support, whether it's your husband, a significant other, a family member as a mom, dad, grandparents, and your children. I think that's so incredibly important just to hold hands, to get that hug. That is so important. People who don't have that, and we've talked with so many people, it's hard, hard to be isolated. Uh, like Tamara said, find a community, whether it's a support group or it's a friend or a doggy, a dog companion or a cat are so loving. And sometimes they give you your reward back. So I would say those are very important things 
not to be isolated, like Tamara said, not to compare, but to be out there and let people know what you're going through. Like Tamara said, you know, MS is a very quiet disease for many people. You walk, you, you run, you do all things that others do. But like Tamara said, you come back and you have all the quiet MS symptoms that are rough. So talking to a community is very important. Holding hands is my favorite thing to do. And a hug. Boy, does a hug make you feel good for the day. How do you feel about hugs, Brandy? I, I love them. I'm with you. I, <laughs> I have kids. So I'm the, I'm the, they're like, ma, come on. I'm like, oh, I love you though. But you know, they, you know, sometimes they give it to you. Sometimes you don't, but exactly what you said, a hug feels great. Doesn't it? It just makes your day and changes, just and changes your day. Those and um, endorphins really mm -hmm. kick in. Yeah. And it, it's the best. I would say holding hands, like I said, and that hug in the daytime just makes your day perfect. Um, I would say that you guys are amazing. Um, I love that Tamara and Terry, you guys have created this beautiful platform. And before I certify you guys one sick B, I would like you guys to place uh tell your information. I said, yeah, say tell your information where you can be found at, um, and how we can get involved in your uh donating to your nonprofit, correct? Yes. Yes. So you can find us on www.twins plural the number two twins coast to coast so it's twins coast to coast um is our, our um website and it has so many links and so many wonderful things <laughs> in there you can also find us on instagram at twins coast to coast again that's twins plural the number two, coast to coast. And I am on LinkedIn at Terry Horde. I check it every day. I find that a wonderful source of communication in the message system. So I can be found there just at Terry, T-E-R-R-Y, last name H-O-R-D. And we also have a Facebook page. We have YouTube with so many, so many wonderful podcasts. And we also have a YouTube um, that you can find us with also our podcast and just fun little things that we do throughout. And um, follow us on our Instagram because we do, you know, daily um, stories and we try to do, you know, uh, different posts. And um, so, yes, check us out. There will be um, anybody in Philadelphia um, on May uh, 3rd. Uh, no, it's May 3rd is the wonderful MSAA uh, gala. And um, we love it. Gina Murdoch will be there, the president. Selma Blair will be the um, honoree that's being honored for the MSAA this year. So if you're in the Philadelphia area and you want to participate, go on their website. On our website, 
in about one week, we have changed it up. We are going to be on PayPal and we do have different things we're raising things for. We are started our first uh, 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 widow scholarship program for two amazing people for MS disrupted by Kathy Chester. She is a certified MS physical therapist and she's doing all wonderful things. So Tamara, what would you like to say about our site? Well, that's it. We're very excited to launch our new fundraising uh, adventure Scholarship. twice um, a year. And, uh, you know, we'd love for people to reach out to us, give us their stories of why for this first scholarship, uh, you know, why they would love to have Kathy Chester, you know, work out with them and, and do all sorts of wonderful things. That's great. Well, this is my favorite part of my podcast um, where I get to certify you guys one sick bee. Um, the definition of one sick bee is a strong individual who faces or fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. Terry and Tamara, you guys have been amazing in our community. You guys are a set of twins who are unique. Like I, you guys are twins, but you guys are individuals separately. And for you to be able to express all the pain or all the anguish, the good, the bad, the ugly, and to want to help others um, to feel a part of the journey just alongside with the journey that you've been doing for years. I've only did this for 21 years. I was an early, you were the 90s. I was right at the beginning of the 2000s. Um, and science has came a long way. Uh, but for you guys to still thrive and still, um, even on those hard days, those frustrating days where you are not 100% yourself, you guys are devoting to everybody else. So with that being said, I would like to certify you guys both together uh, as one sick bee. So I appreciate oh. you for coming on one sick bee. Thank you I so have, much. It was great. Thank you. I forgot one quick thing. I am working side by side with Dr. Robin Fowler with Botanical Sciences, who is the one of the largest manufacturers of cannabis in the state of Georgia. Oh, I and would love will, to be a part of that. You'll have to let me know have, about that. I have to because Montel Williams is also teaming up with me. Well, you need to so let we, me know. We'll talk after that. Let me close this out real quick. Ladies and queens, thank you for listening to One Sick Beat Podcast. And until next time, we appreciate you. Between the lines, but it's okay you on it. Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it. Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes. All you ever do is smile because they make you worth it. Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it. You gotta adapt to the pain and you got used to hurting. You're the one that's needed help. You used to offer service. You're not alone, not by yourself. Now don't forget that. You're always fighting, always fighting for the get back. And you always trying, always grinding, and I'm with that. You're such a fighter, and your strength is where your gifts at. You know every day's a fight, but every day you getting up and perform. When you think there's nothing left, you gotta know you got more. Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war. Like, God sent the strongest soldiers to war. Every day's a fight, but every day you getting up to perform. And when you think there's nothing left, you gotta know you got more. Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war. Like, God sent the strongest soldiers to war.